Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. What has your experience been of using the bus here in Limerick. Have you found that it's become worse uh, since people have gone back to work in bigger numbers and the return to school? Well, our own Megan joins me now to tell me about uh, what she's been experiencing. Good morning to you, Megan. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, So you're not very happy with the services that you're using at the moment, are you, Megan? I'm definitely not. Um, I mostly rely on the buses for getting me into work in the morning. So I use the 304 or the 304A bus from Castle Troy. So I get on at the Groody kind of roundabout there. So it'll be after it went to UL and after it went to, say, the Castle Troy shopping centre in the morning. So I would leave the house just after seven each morning. So the first bus usually arrives at my bus stop, um, say it's due for 17 minutes past seven. I nearly always miss it because it comes earlier than it's meant to come and it doesn't wait at the bus stop at all. And I've even about two days ago, I was sitting at the bus stop having just missed it. You know, you're watching it drive past you as you're walking up. And then another girl walked up to me and she was like, is the bus already gone? And I had to say it to her as well. And I think she ended up getting a taxi after that. And I'm usually okay because one then comes at half seven most mornings But one particular morning, it didn't show up at all. And the next one wasn't until about a quarter to eight. So I'd been waiting at the bus stop since quarter past seven and I was still late for work. And it's not just you and the other girl that you mentioned that are unlucky, is it? Have you heard others having difficult experiences? Oh, definitely. I think most people that I've spoken to have had issues with the bus in some places. Like I know that there's issues, especially when it goes to UL, there might be a hold up there of the bus where, you know, there's a lot of people getting on, so that might lead to it being late. But it's very inconsistent and you can't trust it. If you really need to get somewhere on time, I always get a taxi. So say if I'm going to get a bus or a train in the city or if I'm going to get an interview, I wouldn't even, like, even if you left the house an hour beforehand, you could not be 100% guaranteed that you would get into town on time. So I would always get a taxi. So I think it is a quite a common experience from people. Do you have any sense of whether it's got worse with the return of schools and more people travelling into offices? Yeah, it's definitely gotten worse. Like I always find around September time, obviously, the times that I would be going on in the morning. So say if I was getting the bus from quarter to eight, like that would be leaving it too late because so many students are getting on and that's completely fair. But I feel like especially in the evening times, actually, is when it's the most busy. Like even the last day I was getting the bus out of town at seven o'clock in the evening and I was stuck on the Childers Road to that Parkway roundabout for a good 20 minutes, half an hour on that bus waiting because the traffic is just so bad and that's at seven o'clock in the evening. So you'd think that would be just missing rush hour. And another time I went to the bus stop at 10 past four going the other direction, trying to get out to Door Doyle and the next bus wasn't for another 40 minutes. So there is an issue there of traffic that I think like with obviously people getting back to work and people going back to school at that time, if you're going at four, like you could be on the bus for about an hour at least. Yeah. And Megan, I know sometimes it probably would have been quicker for you to walk from the city centre out to where you're living than to take the bus. It is. Like as in this morning, for instance, I walked into work and I got in around the same time, maybe a little bit later because if I got the first bus, I would get in a bit earlier. But, you know, you're given five or ten minutes, really. 
And do you think that if you're getting on the bus that you'd be guaranteed to get into work a lot earlier and actually sit down and settle in? But you'd almost be better walking in or, you know, cycling definitely would probably be a better option. And you should be able to depend on your bus services in a city to get in. That is the whole point that you're meant to have a reliable service, but it just doesn't seem to be the case at the moment. Yeah, and we know that in cities like Dublin and Cork, uh, rush hour starts much earlier. But in general, that's not the case in Limerick. I mean, it shouldn't be affecting the bus that you take at seven o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Like there isn't that much traffic on the roads, say at seven, and you do get in kind of in an okay amount of time in about 10 or 15 minutes. It's just if the bus actually shows up in the first place is the issue. So it's coming, sometimes it's coming late and you're wondering why, because it couldn't be missing. It's not like UL students are getting on the bus at that time because you don't really see that many students unless they're going into placement or into work. So it it is a mystery why you are waiting around or why buses just don't show up at all. That's the real mystery there. Yeah, I mean, this would have faded a fair bit during COVID. There wasn't as much movement going on uh, while restrictions were in place. But obviously we are getting rapidly back to pre-pandemic normal again when it comes to traffic volumes and movement, especially morning and evening. WhatsApp or text 086-123-9595 with uh, your sense of how the bus service in Limerick is working at the moment. Jason says four buses pass up Childers Road over the space of an hour and all four come back down together. Traffic does not cause that. Uh, Bridgine says, oh, it's not good from Raheen Mungret into town and UL and LIT or TUS as it's known, uh, that uh, college from Friday last. Niall says they ain't perfect but they do connect the city up well. It could be free if they want to encourage fewer people to use cars. Loads of European countries have free public transport, just an idea. Uh, Quiver says the 301 is never on time or out uh, of uh, service. That's my experience. Finney says uh, bad service. The Westbury, Corbally, Limerick, Father Russell Road bus. Chantel says not good enough. Most don't even come on time. They're either too early or too late. Maybe 5%, according to Chantel, in her experience, actually arrive on time. Of course, I understand traffic may affect arrivals, but still they shouldn't be 10 to 20 minutes late as a lot of people rely on them for transport to and from work. Uh, Grace says, moved our bus stop to the local Garda station and the square, not a bus shelter to be found in the winter. Jackie says, uh, just not good enough on the 301 going to Raheen. Sometimes it doesn't go around properly, leaving people standing outside St. Ness school and having to walk up to the church in all kinds of weather. Amy says uh, the 301 Weston may as well have no bus service, constantly late, not fair for people working, often waited 40 minutes before having to end up getting a taxi. There just isn't an excuse for that. And Jude says some of the drivers are totally not um, um, are not uh, individuals that I believe, says uh, Jude, um, are uh, doing the job as effectively as they might and some of their colleagues uh, did. Well, it's a matter of opinion, I suppose, um, Jude and I'm sure the bus drivers themselves would say they do everything they can uh, within the confines of the service and uh, the restrictions on uh, traffic and everything else that they have to contend with. Um, so Megan is staying with us and Finnegal Councillor Sarah Kiley is uh, joining me as well on the line. Good morning to you, Sarah. Morning, Joe. Morning, Megan. I mean, you sent us a remarkable photograph of a bus. Explain that to me. So the photo I sent um, is a picture of the 303 uh, bus that comes up Carey's Road and it turns onto Roxborough Road then. So the bus sweeps over the footpath, a very narrow footpath on the Roxborough Road, which I've pointed out 
before I was elected and since I was elected that's unfit. Um, it's not wide enough. And the fundamental problem here, as you rightly said, is the way the bus comes up and sweeps over the footpath. It's just so dangerous, it's unbelievable. And this happens at least every 15 minutes. So if we're serious about public transport and getting people safely to school, we need to look at the routes, we need to look at safety, and we need to look at how complaints are dealt with, because you just read out a whole raft of complaints that I hear every day of the week. I mean, this is an interesting one, and that comes down to space. I mean, that's nothing to do with uh, the ability of drivers. Um, it's just because of the turn they have to take, right? Absolutely. So, Kerry's Road, to me, is unsuitable for a bus route. Why they can't go down the Roxburgh Road and back up the Roxburgh Road, I just don't know, Joe, to be honest. Like, realistically, Kerry's Road is a very um, old Road, as we know, it's a very, uh, probably historic residential area, if you look at it. Um, and it's just not suitable for a bus. And in their infinite wisdom, the NTA, yet again, decided that the 303 was not going to go back down the Roxburgh Road as it did for years. And um, decided to route it up and down the Roxburgh Road, which leaves five schools on the Roxburgh Road without a bus stop. If children from the south side of the city want to get to school, they have to get off the bus in Pernell Street and go across a very busy intersection to get to school when there is a perfectly good bus stop on Sexton Street that lands directly outside these schools. Right. Uh, Boss Aaron, uh, we were in touch with them um, about what we would be talking about this morning. They say they're proud to carry more than 4 million passengers in Limerick City and County annually. They employ more than 285 people in Limerick. Boss Aaron operates its Limerick City services under contract to the National Transport Authority and this contract determines timetables, routes and stops. And on Route 303 that you mentioned, Sarah Kiley, Boss Aaron and the NTA, they say, are actively working together on a revision of Route 303, which travels from South Hill to Pineview via the city centre. These revisions include a new stop on Childers Road at Aldi through the off-peak period and a northbound stop on Parnell Street and a southbound stop on Gerald Griffin Street near Sexton Street Junction to serve schools. These changes will result in a 15-minute service with stops within a three-minute walk to school entrances. There are pedestrian traffic lights at Parnell Street which provide a safe crossing point to the schools at Sexton Street and Route 303 operates via Carey's Road to serve Colbert Bus and Train Station allowing connections to the local and national public transport network. This section of Roxborough Road that uh, would be used alternatively unfortunately is comparatively few houses and is mostly not accessible to the public. Carey's Road is a long-established route for buses. Safety is our first priority. Buses should not have any reason to mount the footpath and we will investigate if details can be reported to us. And then they give Bus Aaron's customer care number 1850 836 1850 What do you make of their response? Absolute waffle, Joe. If safety is their paramount um, concern, that bus should not be sweeping over the footpath. And it does. The expressway service nearly mounts... Well, it doesn't... The wheels don't mount the footpath, let's be honest here. And that's not what I said to the NTA. It's not what I said to the active travel unit. And it's not what I said to Bus Aaron. What I showed was the bus sweeping over... So anyone that knows the configuration of a bus knows that the wheels are set back a couple of feet from the front. So the front of the bus actually sweeps over the footpath. They're the normal commuter buses. If it's an expressway bus service which comes up Kerry's Road and then continues up Roxborough Road, 
it sweeps even further over the footpath. Now, I've been raising this for two years. Two years, Joe, I've been raising this issue. I've also been on to them about Roxburgh Road. Roxburgh Road is better suited to a bus than Carey's Road. The bus, the three or three bus, never went down Carey's Road until January this year. They increased the frequency and took away the service from Crew Park. Now, we are in October, and we still haven't seen the reinstatement that was given to me, the, the commitment that was given to me back in March. March, I was told that the, the 303 would be stopping at the Roxburgh Shopping Centre to facilitate elderly and other people in the south side to be able to get to the post office, to the doctors, to the dentists, and to the, the shop at that area. And now they're telling me they don't have a date because I got uh, the same correspondence or similar correspondence to you. It's just complete and utter waffle. Like, if we're serious, if we're serious about public transport, we need to have a proper service. Increasing the frequency by 15 minutes isn't going to improve anything when you're taken away I, from communities. And to be fair for the, uh, to the drivers on the ground, I mean, obviously they want to provide the best service they possible do. to the public. And clearly they want to find the easiest way of being efficient and timely. Absolutely. And to be honest with you, Joe, um, I have to commend uh, Dennis Maher of Bus Aaron, who's always been very responsive. But he has to go through the NTA and they're the ones that call the shots. And they're as useful, as I said recently at a, ca- at a council meeting, they're as useful as a chocolate teapot. They will not engage. They will not reply to emails. As I've said to you, since January I'm talking about this. Right. Well, we might try and get uh, on to the NTA directly as well uh, and see if uh, what you've said is reflected in the response or lack of response that we get. And Megan, on uh, routes 304 and 304A that you were specifically talking to us about, Bus Aaron say these routes run from UL Stables, that's in the college to Raheen. The 304 runs from 7.05am uh, every 10 to 15 minutes up to last service at 28 minutes past 11 in the evening. Understandably due to COVID, uh, there was not lengthy advance notice from colleges as to how they would operate this term. In the past two weeks, we're experiencing new travel patterns and demand around third-level institutions generally, including the University of Limerick, as students adapt to a blend of on-site and remote learning. It seems apparent that many are living further from college and commuting more regularly than would have been the case before. We're also regrettably seeing congestion increasing around the country, and this has also been the case at UL. Nonetheless, of almost 90,000 departures on these routes for the last two weeks in September, 70% have been on on time or early and overall punctuality is on target. We appreciate that this overall picture may not reflect the experience of customers on specific services and we regret inconvenience caused to them. Bus Air will work with the National Transport Authority to evaluate the situation. What do you think of that, Megan? I think most people would agree that they definitely do not come every 10 to 15 mm-hmm. minutes. Maybe at a certain time in the morning you might have a bus that comes at every 10 to 15 minutes. Like, And I do appreciate that it is a lot busier and there's not that much that they can do about services that are kind of coming from busy spots where they can't determine how many people are coming from them. But in the instance of buses coming early as well, they don't wait. So you do see a lot of people going to a bus stop at a certain time because that's the time they go every morning and the bus is just not there. It's left about five minutes earlier. So I would like if there was more kind of... um, Actually, adhering and, to a time time. Right, table and, and what about the? Is there not a, a digital time indicator at bus stops? 
There is. And I've actually, I have a real-time app as well. But say when from the time that I leave the house and I would check the real-time app possibly about three times, the time changes mm-hmm. while I'm walking. So I could be, the, I'd leave the house and it says 15 minutes. I'm like, I can make it in 15 minutes if I like run. And then I'm going there and then it's like five minutes and I'm like, what's going on? And then by the time I'm there, it's past me. So Joe. it's just not kind of reflective of what the reality is. Sarah? Joe, can I just come back in there? Yeah, on the issue of um, the, the bus to UL and LIT, there should be a dedicated service that does not stop. It should be a direct route, a direct bus service from the city centre to UL and back again. And to, to, to LIT. That would solve a huge amount of problems. And we've called for this at Metro level before. We've asked the NTA to look at this. And again, we might as well be talking to the wall. If we had a dedicated service, like other university cities have, to bring students and people working in the vicinity to and from without 20 stops on the way, you may get a 15-minute service then. Yeah. Eamon says, all got to do with management of timetables uh, from people often who've never been on a bus, not to mind being in Limerick itself, mm-hmm. bring routes back to local organisation. On the 303 split hourly service, two up Roxburgh Road and two Carey's Road, two to O'Malley Park and two to Carew Park. But try to explain that to people mm-hmm. who are not familiar with Limerick. Drivers are fed up with making suggestions yeah. and those suggestions falling on deaf ears, says Eamon. Uh, and Antoinette says, I drive, but the amount of time that a bus pulled away and left... Uh, when people were running or at the side of the bus is insane. I've seen it myself. Noel says, read the bus service in Limerick. There's a real time for all the stops. And Megan is correct about buses not waiting for the real time. It actually goes from the stops. I've been in Cork, Dublin, and the buses wait for the real time to move from the stops, says Knowles. So a big reaction to this this morning. No surprise. Uh, we are going to keep a close eye on it. We'll continue to talk to you about it and others. Councillor Sarah Kiley and Megan uh, here at Live 95. Thank you very much for telling us about your personal experience of some of those routes as well. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.